you guys and welcome back to the I've Been That Girl podcast. It is Amber, your host. Today I will be um, discussing part two of my relationship with um, Julian. I know in my last episode that I left off with me moving to Texas, so that's where I'm going to pick back up. Everything is going to be kind of like bunched together. There's going to be things that I forget to mention, but I'll just mention those in further episodes when we dive deeper into that. Um, so I did make a very impulsive decision, um, that was probably made in two weeks to uproot my life and go to Texas. Um, it was very selfish of me to do that. I, at the time, was only thinking about Julian and not how that was going to affect my daughter, how it was going to affect me, how that was going to affect my, um, relationships with my friends, etc., Um, I had almost all my friends telling me not to go. There was a couple that supported it, but there were others that were just like, no, this doesn't make sense, etc., etc., and it didn't. Um, and I still went. So, you know, there were issues involved in that decision that I'll talk about later, but so... Moving to Texas prior to that, like a week before, we had issues with his, um, his fuck buddy of three years that he claimed that he only spoke to about money. He owed her like $1,200, um, and, you know, honestly, that's not a lot of money these days. He could have paid that off if he really didn't want to talk to her, but he chose to keep this female very relevant in all of his relationships. I mean, three years of having a fuck buddy. That's ridiculous. So, he chose to talk to this woman twice, um, after I've given him all access to me, cut off people I, I didn't even have sex with. I may have went on a date or two, and he felt it was inappropriate for me to speak to them. Um, so they got cut off with no warning. Just cut him off. But he could still talk to this woman who he had some sort of sexual attachment to. Um, so he decided to talk to her twice the first time. Um, I told him how it was disrespectful and they, you know, they should only talk via text if it's about money. It doesn't make sense to answer a phone call. Um, and he said he understood, but less than 24 hours later, he decided to take another phone call from this woman and they talked for two hours. Um, so Julian likes to, um... Say I'm a dishonest person and I'm a lot and I'm a liar and he has allowed that he's painted that picture that that's who I am in his head, and um, you know fails to accept who he is is as a person. He omits the truth, which is to me, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong. It's the same fucking thing. It's not forthcoming. So if I didn't find out about this two hour phone call, I would have never found out that. He had that phone call. Now, what can you possibly talk about for two hours, y'all, about, you know, with the girl that you just owe money to? So, he said he talked to her about her grandpa, about them, and then she wanted to throw in there an empty thread about beating my ass if we were in the same room together because she still has uh, feelings for that man, for him. So, that happened. That caused an issue, um, but I still chose to go to Texas. And, um, 
you know, both him and I both made people relevant in the relationship that shouldn't have been relevant. Versus focusing on us, we focused on the outside world. Um, I have definitely been able to kind of just sit and think about everything and admit, you know, my wrongdoings and what I did. That was wrong and that's one of them. We, we definitely made people relevant and they shouldn't have been relevant by any means. Um, so... I get to Texas, and um, we do, we have good days, we have bad days. We talk about the his fuck buddy for a few weeks, honestly, it did bother me. Sarah, I was trying to gain an understanding of that, and that just ties back into making someone re- re- relevant, and they shouldn't have been. Um, so we have issues with that. We squash it. He still talks to her. Um... But, but we squashed it for the time being. Um, one of the biggest issues, or I would say this is the biggest issues, was um, the guy that I was in, enta- in an entanglement with, Patrick, he felt that um, he made him very relevant in our relationship. Like, we talked about him all the time. Patrick was always a topic of conversation for us. Um, for some reason, Julian just could not let go of the ideal that I was in love with this man, infatuated with this man, thinking about this man we were having when we were having sex. Um, which is, it's, that, that was just crazy as fuck to me. So I, I forgot to mention in the first episode that in the beginning of my relationship with Julian, I did still have unresolved feelings for Patrick. Julian even picked that up, asked me about it, and I told him I did not. That was a lie. He knew that was a lie. I talked about Patrick often in the beginning phase of Julian and I's relationship. Um, so, and I also went to go see Patrick for closure, like, two days after Julian left to go to Texas for his job back in 2019. So, I did see him seeking closure Um, Still had unresolved issues for him, but that was in the beginning. Um, I did not uproot my life to go be with another man, fix my relationship with this man, and still be holding on to Patrick and obsessed with Patrick. Um, Things that happened in the beginning of the relationship, I mean, in, in all reality... People, there's a statistic, I can't say that word, statistic out there that shows um, a percentage of people that go into relationships with um, still having feelings for an ex. So, based off of those studies, I know I am not the only one that has done that. And it doesn't make me a bad person. Um, When Julian asked me to stop talking to him, I did. And, and I haven't talked to him. Um, or I didn't talk to him. Left him completely alone. But in his head, he still felt like I was obsessed with him. It didn't matter that I moved to Texas for you. It didn't matter I left my daughter for you. It didn't matter I left my friends for you. 
I left all of this to figure things out with you. And it didn't matter. I was still obsessed with this man. So that happened. Um, that is the basis of our issues was, was Patrick, which is, which was so crazy. Like I was constantly reminded of a man that I didn't want to think about. Um, so he thought I still had feelings for him well into our relationship. And, um, that was my fault too. Have you guys ever been in a situation where someone asks you the same question over and over, and I mean, like, and what I mean by over and over, months and months of the same shit, and your truth is never enough, it doesn't align with their truth, until they hear what they want to hear. Like, am I the only one that has been in a situation like that, and has given that person, or has told that person what they wanted to hear? Like, I, I'm, I'm seriously interested in knowing... If I'm the only person that thinks like that, I was asked for months. I was hounded for months about the same shit. Like, who, who's better in bed? Um, how, do you still like him? Do you still have feelings for him? Why do you like somebody that would do something like this to you? Um, you know, he even told me I was a cum bucket to this man. So you, like, tell me, basically, I mean, you, you call me a fucking cum bucket. Um... And so he's just mentioning, so he's mentioning things that I have entrusted in him. And he's essentially using that against me. Like, he's did this to you. He said this to you. You did this for him. How can you still have feelings for this person? And it's just like, I don't. I don't. Do I think about him sometimes? Sure. But it's not in any type of romantic way. It's something that, you know, you have triggered to make me relate it back to what this man has done. I don't have romantic feelings for him. Whatever. So, being asked the same questions for months in, and my truth not being enough, I told Julian what he wanted to hear. Um, and that screwed me. So... You know, that was another learning experience for me. Like, don't ever cave. Like, your truth is your truth and stick to that. It sucks. Like, it was unfortunate. Like, I, I, I felt bad because he, he was losing sleep over this situation when it just wasn't that deep. Um, so, you know, never again will I tell somebody what they, what they want to hear just to get them to shut the fuck up because it essentially ruined my relationship with Julian. Um, do I think it was going to fail? Probably. Um, but, so, I told him what he wanted to hear, and that essentially was, yes, uh, Patrick was better in bed than you. Yes, I still have feelings for Patrick. That's what he wanted to hear. Um, the whole better in bed thing always made me uncomfortable, y'all. Do you guys talk to your significant others about who was better in bed? Like, it was very uncomfortable. It was, very, it was uncomfortable conversations. And he would make it out to be that I need to stop hiding 
um, and that I needed to be real. <laughs> and it's like, but I've, I've, I don't, I've never thought it was appropriate to talk about sexual relations you've had with other people in a new relationship, but we did that. And, um, so it was really uncomfortable. I don't know why it was so big to him to compare our sex life with men that I've been with. I didn't want to know how his sex life was with all the girls that he's been with. Um, so that, that just made me so uncomfortable talking about that. And then it made, it did make me uncomfortable telling him like, well, yeah, Patrick was better. And then this is the catch too. He, um, swears that he, he knows me in and out. He can read me like a book. But after I said that, he then asked follow-up questions as to, well, why is he better? Well, why did this action make him better than me? You don't let me do this, etc., etc. And my responses are really flaky and they don't make sense because it's a fucking lie. And, um, so he still accepted the lie that he was, that Patrick was better in bed, even though my follow-up responses didn't make any sense. And I'm trying to lie to save that lie, (laughs) which is another thing I've learned. Just don't lie. Stop lying. Um, It's just way more complicated than just being truthful. Um, So, we talked about that. Um, Was Patrick better in bed? No. No. And nobody was thinking about that. So, that leads me into, like, this sexual disconnect that he said I had. Um, he blamed Patrick for that. He blamed me for that. He said, when we would have sex, I would think about Patrick, which was totally untrue. Like, you know, still to this day, I think Julian and I had a really good sex life. Um, and, um, I don't want to dive deep into our sex life, but, um... It was not shabby. So, my sexual disconnect, I moved to Texas, and I, as I stated before, I left everybody. My daughter, I left you guys, which was something that was big to me. I'm, I'm depressed, trying to figure out how I'm, when am I going to, when am I going to get, see Kenzie again? What is going to be our living arrangements? Because I'm not going to be a part-time mom. I've raised her for eight years by myself. I just made this drastic decision to uproot my life, leave my daughter in North Carolina. So, and then figure things out in Texas. So, I'm not used to being away from my kid. Um, I felt horrible for leaving her. And, you know, that triggered issues with Kinsey, um, you know, that still bother me to this day. So, sometimes when we were having sex, yes, my mind would slip and think about, this is so gross, but, you know, about things that I did, my decisions that I made. Um, by no means was I thinking about another man while this man was on top of me, a man that I desired. Um, and Julian says I did not desire him, but, so, So, there's that. Like, I gave up a lot for him, and that crossed my mind often. We argued often. Um, But, sex to me, and I've tried to explain this to him, too. 
sex to me has been sex. Um, I have never felt an intimate connection with a man that I've been with before until Julian. So it is very, it's, it's very flustering to hear that he thinks that I was sexually disconnected for, you know, our relationship. And this was the only time that I actually felt like I was intimate with somebody. Um, like I wanted, I wanted to learn his body. I wanted to know what made him tick. I wanted to do this. Um, and vice versa. So it was, it was intimate. It wasn't just sex to me. And, um, you know, I have an issue from my childhood from being molested that has played into my sex life as an adult. Um, that has, and I know, you know, I'm, I'm not, women have, who have been molested, their sex life is somehow affected in their adult life. And I guess me not being able to get to an intimate level with somebody was how I coped with being molested. And then Julian kind of broke that for me and opened that door for me. So being that sexual disconnection thing with him and I like really bothers me that he feels that way and that he is, he has validated that as one of the reasons why he has left me. Um, and, um, another reason he said he broke up with me was because I was disrespectful. Um, I called him out his name and, um, in those, in those moments, I felt like he was being a bitch. Um, in those moments, I felt like he was being a pussy. I felt unheard. I have told you about my feelings, but again, because they don't align with what you think and how you think, I'm wrong. So I'm going unheard. So I felt like whenever I called him a bitch, he was being that and same for, you know, pussy. So in that, in that manner, he thinks I was being disrespectful, but at the same time, this man calls me a cum bucket. So, (laughs) and I, I don't, I didn't blow that out of proportion like he has done. Um, so he says I was disrespectful. He said I was holding on to Patrick. He said I was um, sexually disconnected and mentally disconnected. And that is why he left me. That is why he kicked me out pregnant. Um, there's so much more to this situation, you guys. Um, there's so much shit that I, I like, I can't fit into, you know, a, a 20, 30 minute episode. Um... I just, it's just, it's just a lot. Like, I let, I guess I'm trying to wrap my head around, did you break up with me, really, for these, these reasons? Or did you break up with me because we found out I was pregnant and that no longer aligned with the life that you wanted in Houston? Um... So, I'm still puzzled by that, and he denies breaking up with me because of, you know, the pregnancy, although he literally doesn't do shit for me, um, for our son. Um, His excuse is he's not physically in the world yet, Um, but as a 33-year-old man who has two other kids, I would think you would know that children in the womb, you still need to prepare for the baby. So diapers and wipes. If I asked you, I did ask him for help with the crib. Did he do it? No. Asked him for help um, with a car seat and a stroller. Did he do it? No. Diapers and wipes. 
No. The only thing that he has helped me with is he paid half of the cost for the registration fee to get my son signed up for um, daycare. That's it. So his actions to me still align with how with my truth. And I just think he wasn't ready to have another kid. Um, and that's so wild to me because, you know, we're adults. We talked about having a family. We talked about being together and moving back to North Carolina. So you knew that having sex with me unprotected what the outcome was going to be. And, and it did happen. And even at one point, he made a comment because we um, often had sex unprotected that he was upset that one of my decisions may have affected me not being able to have children. Um, so he even made a comment about that at one point. Um, so I am still struggling with that. He did kick me out two weeks after finding out I was pregnant and blamed it on, um, everything that I just talked about me, my obsession with my, um, my dude that I had a situationship with and me, it just didn't make sense. Like we got into an argument the night he kicked me out. He, it like, so he told me he was going to go out with some of his friends and that triggered an event in my life, a past event from my life from when I was pregnant with Kinsey where her father used to always go out and cheat on me. And so it triggered me and I got really upset and I'm just like, you know, I'm in Houston. I don't know anybody. All I do is go to school and come home. I'm away from my family and my friends and I'm pregnant. I'm bleeding. I'm on bed rest. And you want to go out with your friends? So I flipped the fuck out on him. And he told me to get out. And I asked him, you know, it was 11 p.m. at night too and I'm 16 hours away. I don't have any money at this point. And... He didn't care. He told me to get out. I tried to sell to the next, stay till the next morning in hopes things would calm down and he would rethink it. But he was very adamant about me leaving. He even, he gave me a time limit to be out. I said, okay. Pregnant, pregnant and bleeding, trying to pack up my vehicle by myself after the doctor just told me not to lift anything. Um, he came back earlier, and I don't know if it was to, like, just be evil and watch me pack my stuff. Was it to apologize, like, apologize, like, like, stay? You know, obviously, it wasn't to stay, but it was just, like, it confused me. Like, you know, how can somebody... Who cares about another person? They're carrying your child. And you kick them out. 16 hours away from home. It's not like we live, you know, just a city over. I was 16 hours away from home. He was all that I had there. Um, so, that happened. And, um... He felt bad the next day and wanted me to come back. 
Um, but then three days later, I don't know who he spoke to. I don't know what came over him, but it was an, it was a new Julian. He didn't give a fuck. He, I deserved it. I deserved to be kicked out the way that I was kicked out. And he just didn't give a fuck anymore. And he went right back to dating sites. So, um... So, here I am. Um, so, we... Golly, we just went through that and... I don't know what happened after three days. Like, I honestly thought we would somehow figure things out and work things out. Like, I still, you know, still loved him then, still love him now. Um, and I never, never thought that I would be 32 years old and having another child by another man, not married, um, and alone trying to figure things out by a man who just doesn't give a fuck. You, you lasted three days of me moving when I went through so much shit with you and it's like it meant nothing. And to this day, he tells me, um, you know, it was just a fake ass relationship, which is mind blowing because for me, it wasn't like, Looking back at it now, I think, you know, I feel like he was fake. Um, I don't, there's no way in hell that you can love somebody and care somebody as much as you claimed you did and be over it in three days. Because you, you know, you still, after we had these, these conversations about Patrick, um, you still came in me. You still had unprotected sex with me. We were still being intimate. And I got pregnant. So it's just like, it does, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Um, you're back to, he runs back to that same girl that I, who we, while we broke up the first time, he goes back and squashes shit with her. Um, and then he gets on dating websites. He's back on Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. And it's just like, you know, when him and I were dating, he said he was changing. He's not felt like he needed to do what he did in his past relationships. Um, and to me, it's like we broke up and you, you didn't change at all. You went right back to needing this validation from women. Um, here I am, pregnant, with your child, and trying to get my shit back together in North Carolina because I gave that all up for you, and you don't give a fuck anymore. Um, so you're, you know, I'm angry, I'm like, beyond angry, I'm upset, like, I'm trying to rationalize, like, what just fucking happened? And then I've got him coming at me, telling me this, this, and this, me trying to tell him no, 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 like, this is not what happened, this is not why, this doesn't make sense. Um, and it, it was, it, it has just been a hot mess. It's just been back and forth my entire pregnancy. 
on how I'm a shitty person. I don't deserve him. Um, and, you know, at one point he did tell me that, um, he still, he still had feelings for me. He still cared about me and, um, that we, we possibly had a chance to get back together. And after, um, I got a job and got myself back together, made sure my daughter was straight, um, I started to try with him. Uh, I wanted to fix the relationship as I have wanted to and why I went to Texas. I wanted to fix it. So, I'm trying to fix it and it's not good enough for him. Um, and to, in me, how do you... I can't physically be there for you. Um, you are 16 hours away. So, all I can do is pretty much virtual stuff. And I was trying that way. He didn't even take, like, us talking about our issues as me trying. And it was just like, but me talking to you is trying. Like, this is a really shitty situation. Um, so, you know, I, I tried. And, obviously, it didn't work. But, that's, that's just a whole nother story. And to, I'm already at my 30 minute mark. So, like I said earlier, like I, I know I am going pretty fast. So this is just like a a summary of the second part. Um, I, I do want to dive into things more deep with this situation. Um, but, so he, that, that's where I am. I am pregnant with his son. He's actually, um, you know, told me that, he's told me numerous times that he doesn't think the baby is his. Um, he's told the women out in Texas that he is dating. He doesn't know if the baby is his. Um, I had to actually tell his family six months into it that he was, they were going to have a, um, a nephew, grandson, etc. Because he did not disclose that information to his family. And I thought that was very selfish. Um, so, here I am. Pregnant. Alone. For some reason, still love a man that um, has treated me like shit throughout this pregnancy. Has um, basically, you know, slapped me in the face and said, Fuck you. He's already fucking other women dating other women, um, spending money on himself and other people down there versus being present for his son. Um, it's just all a lot to wrap my head around. Still trying to wrap my head around things. Very, very emotional. Um, you know, I have, him and I have had so many talks about what I did wrong and how I could have, um, could have did things differently. And he has not admitted to any of his wrongdoings. He has blamed everything on me and he reverts back to my obsession with Patrick. My obsession with Patrick is why he went to go see his fuck buddy when he first came down over a year ago. It's why he chose to talk to his, um, his client 
a year, you know, over a year ago. It's why he chose to, um, you know, talk to Priya the way that he did, talk to other girls the way that he did. Like, everything he did was my fault. Um, because he said my mind wasn't in it anyway. My mind was with somebody else. And, you know, he, that was, this type of relationship was just the type, like, where extremely gaslighted and not questioning my sanity, but questioning the events, like, did that really happen? Like, did, was that, was I, was I that, was I deserving of what happened? Um, you know, like, I, I don't get it. So I still seek answers to what happened. So in my mind, I have an assumption he just was not ready to be a dad again. Um, being a dad didn't align with his Houston lifestyle. And, um, even his actions, like I said, even the actions throughout this pregnancy is, you know, geared everything towards that. You don't do anything. You don't, you've asked, you asked about him twice. I, I update you and I don't have to do that. Like, I tried to fix everything, and while I'm trying to fix everything, you're really out there not, you know, you're dating. You didn't learn from your past relationships. You didn't learn from our relationship. Like, how could you just go ahead and jump into something else and exchange an energy with so many women when you've not, you've not healed yourself from any of your past relationships, that shows. Um, so it just doesn't make sense, you guys. Um, as I stated, I know I missed a lot of stuff. I know he'll listen to this and he'll point out things like she's a liar, da 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 da. But as always, or like I said, I want to do a follow up with any questions, anything. I, I know I've asked some questions throughout this, so. Give me some answers. Give me feedback. There will be more episodes on us um, where I want to touch a little bit deeper into things. Um, but I, I, I definitely encourage questions. That helps me with my episodes. Um, if you haven't already, please go follow my Twitter and my Instagram at I've Been That Girl. And that is spelled T H T. Um, I look forward to releasing a episode three, answering your questions. And, um, you guys have a great day.